Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away. Today we are joined by Sonoma State political scientist, Dr. David McEwen. Yeah, this past week has been an eventful one in the world of politics with, with another mass shooting tragedy yesterday in Texas and primary elections across four states. Here in California, there are all kinds of issues affecting the election season well underway from a flush state budget noted earlier this month in the so-called May revise to concerns about the changes in the state's population amidst an ongoing drought. Today, though, we want to take a step back from all of that and assess the impacts of yesterday's tragedy in Texas. As Patty mentioned, Professor McEwen is with us on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline. Professor, how does what played out yesterday in Texas impact the midterm elections and perhaps some campaigns here in California as well? Well, good afternoon, Jeff and Patty. And as we look at the tragic events yesterday in Texas, we, we see parallel tracks going on. Obviously, what's going to be happening in Washington, D.C., what Democrats do in the Senate, what Chuck Schumer and Democrats do there before their July recess will be hugely important. We see evidence of that today or tonight when House Speaker Nancy Pelosi joins uh, Congressman Mike Thompson, Congressman Thompson's California's 5th Congressional District. That's a district that runs in the wine country. He passed a bill uh, called H.R. 8, House Resolution 8, that essentially was a background check bill. That bill's been held up in the Senate. So we're going to see action right away on the federal front, and certainly by Democrats in the Senate. On the state front in California, we had a news conference today by Governor Newsom to put together and reflect a package of bills to put uh, that, if you will, full stop and move very quickly so that that package of bills can be visited next month and be on his desk by the end of June, July 1st, the start of the fiscal year. So there are parallel tracks that are going on at both the state and the federal level. It's going to affect this election season. That's going to carry over the midterms and moving forward. Democrats want to see action, and Republicans will have to respond. So are they going to see action, David? Are there conditions, are there things in place that will finally change the outcome of the gun control conversation? Yeah, Patty, this this really is uh, an inflection point or a, a difference, uh, a moment, if you will, that, that's changing the dynamic. Part of that is, is because a lot of politics is about timing. If you look at the timing of these events and what's happened, you look at what was already in play in terms of 12 bills that were going on in California, that, that package of bills, for example, tries to make the gun industry more accountable. It, it looks at, for example, giving what's called a private right of action, this would allow individuals to sue uh, assault weapons manufacturers or those uh, individuals that use ghost guns. The package of bills uh, includes an ability to go after those manufacturers, but also kind of restrict the proliferation. All of that was kind of in play. You already had H.R. 8, that federal piece of legislation, uh, held up in the Senate. Now that can move forward or at least receive, if you will, 
some discussion. There are other elements here of whether or not you can find some common ground, if you will, between Democrats and Republicans. Can you raise the age to buy assault weapons? Can you modestly expand those background checks? And what do you do about these red flag laws? These occur even in some Republican states. Red flag laws are when you try to take someone's gun away uh, if you think uh, that person may uh, do harm to themselves or to others. There's a lot of research that indicates that mass shooters, before they go out and and, uh, do these heinous things, they actually post on social media or, if you will, leave breadcrumbs uh, prior to the attacks. And it's about preempting those things. There may be a moment where that can happen. Pat Toomey is a Republican uh, senator from Pennsylvania. He's retiring this year. He's been a GOP uh, leader on background checks. Even Joe Manchin, the Democratic senator from West Virginia, seems to be inspired to try to do something after the events of yesterday and, and what's occurred recently, for example, in Buffalo. So this does seem to be a moment where there is an opportunity, and we'll see how this moves forward, although certainly electoral politics could take over for both parties. Yeah, Professor, and that's a perfect segue to my next question. Ten years ago, the Sandy Hook school shooting involved uh, the, the mass killing of a number of children as well. It prompted a similar call for action. It seemed like there was no stopping some of the gun reform laws that were going to be put through, and yet much of the proposed action did not happen. When you look back on that, what unfolded that changed things? Yeah, so there are a few things that have unfolded. One is you have a House Gun Violence Prevention Task Force that that gets some White House play in, in the Biden White House because he was the vice president at that time. So, so there is that element. That's where, for example, Mike Thompson and Nancy Pelosi will become hugely important for pushing the Senate to do things. You also have, you, you do have, Still, over this last decade, Democrats and Republicans talking past each other. That has given an opening to people like Gavin Newsom and others at the state level and the regional level to do things locally, to do things about dealing with ghost guns or to do things uh, related to violence in neighborhoods, to, to move dollars in a flush budget, to, to deal with communities uh, on gun buyback programs. All of these ty- types of things where local governments and state governments are trying to respond uh, if you will, even Governor Greg Abbott, who had a run-in today at his news conference uh, with Beto O'Rourke, who tried to preempt that uh, uh, that news conference, he was initially open to a law like a red flag law that would allow that relative to to raise suspicion and contact authorities. So there is an opening at this moment, and, and it will provide some movement by some states and at the local level to address this issue. The question will be, does the Senate move, especially a 50-50 Senate, and a Senate that's changing the types of members, especially what's likely to happen with those members after November's elections? So I guess the big question is, will gun violence and curbing it be on voters' minds when they actually cast their ballot? Or are they going to be thinking about how expensive gas is and how inflation is affecting their lives? Yeah, uh, voters are going to be thinking about all of those things, Patty. And and in some ways, it's easy to be pessimistic uh, about the future of democracy or to be inundated with all of this news. The the great thing about American democracy is that it isn't static. It adjusts and adapts over time, especially to changing circumstances. It's messy. It's disruptive. We are in that moment right now. And voters will be worried about their pocketbooks. They'll also be worried about the security and safety of their children and their loved ones. And that's why this moment and the tragedy of yesterday and what unfolded just 10 days ago in Buffalo has changed the dynamic as we engage in kind of this back and forth. So in that sense, it's an inflection point in our politics, something to watch, 
Sacramento, capitals across the country, and also in Washington, D.C. Thank you so much. Our guest, David McEwen, professor and chair of political science at Sonoma State University. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t